whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Hi, yo, well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Chris Cooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Gale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us this this is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Garden Report. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. It's, uh, gosh, it's 10.09 already. Paul has been waiting for a while. Uh, we've got Brother Rufus and... Uh, um, Andrea Lane, who's a master gardener in Mitchell County, and uh, my friend, uh, good friend from Person in Granville County, Johnny Coley. Uh, Paul is an apex. Paul, thank you so much for your patience, my friend, and how can we help you? Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I had a tomato question for you all. Okay. I've got a variety of different tomatoes, uh, full-size cherries, and some of them are wilting like you would see if you simply weren't watering them. And I know that's not the fact because I have an irrigation drip system, and some of the tomatoes are fine, but some are wilting to the point where they die. That uh, sounds like a tomato wilt. Mm -hmm. Sounds like like bacterial wilt. Uh, Rotstonia, Salonia, I think. Um, Yeah, unfortunately, that's a soil-borne disease. Um, That we all dread. What... what, uh, 
What variety is it that's doing it? I have three, a German Johnson, a Homestead, and then a, a, a Sweet Cherry. The German Johnsons are doing fine. It's the Homestead and the Cherries that did not. That are doing that, okay. Well, the Homestead wouldn't be resistant to it. It's Really, the only way to get around that is either move it to plant it another spot, or there are some varieties that are more resistant to that disease than others, but... Um, it could be a Fritzillium wilt still would be, you would want a, um, a variety that is resistant to it or, or just or move it from that area because both of them being soil-borne diseases, it's uh, difficult to overcome the, the soil-borne diseases without resistance. Um, you know, they have they have some tomatoes now that are grafted and uh, grafted on some rootstock that are more resistant than, than some others, so that might be a... If you want it to stay with the same varieties, you might be able to find a homestead that's been grafted onto a rootstock that um, okay. that is. Uh, that I have would, a, a large really enough garden that I can try to move them in a future years. So let me try that and see if that helps. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it does sound like a, a, a root or soil-borne disease that you've got. It's certainly not too late to start a crop now. No. Either. No. We could do that. No, that's funny. I've got two in the back of my truck right now heading home. So All right. We're going to uh-huh. find another spot. <laughs> All right. Well, you're going to you're going to have to obviously plant them in different places. You can't always rotate vegetables either because some vegetables might get the same thing as, as yeah, the you tomato. Need to, and yeah, you need to make sure you, you stay out of that family. Or uh, yeah, you don't want to plant you know potatoes and tomatoes that are you know same family. So you. Uh, even even peppers, so uh, you'd want to do a cucurbit uh, back in an area like that, and um, you know cucurbits probably wouldn't be susceptible to that. So if you you know had a cucumber, squash, something like that in that area, it would be better. Well, if also, um, you know, obviously you mentioned there are varieties that are more resistant, but it's not always it's not always guaranteed no no it's resistant it's not proof no. so it's uh and if you use a container a make sure that you you clean it well with uh, something like uh, clorox yeah clorox or an alcohol at least a 70 percent alcohol solution yeah um, and and change the the soil in the containers yeah yeah so you, uh, I, when i use that soil i can i use that for other things that seems to be okay, but I don't use the same soil in the container every year. Mm-hmm. I change it every year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds so. good. Thank you all. Yes, Paul, sir. thank you so much, and uh, sorry you had to wait so long. Take care. You have a good day. Yes, sir. Well, we found Rose Rhodes. She hadn't called us That's for a right. while, and we were we were worried <laughs> about you. So uh, you, you, there was a request from a listener in Zebulon that uh, she wanted to hear from you. Well, that's good. Yeah, so I'm, I'm <laughs> glad you're doing fine. <laughs> I'm glad. So, what's going on in your world? Are you messing with tomatoes? Oh, oh, let me tell you about my tomato. I've talked about this before. I read that if you plant the diacon radish, and when it matures, incorporate the greens, the top of it, into the soil, and plant your tomato there the next year. And I've done that last year, and this year I have two beautiful tomato plants. Just so healthy. So that that was my experiment with the tomato. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are you growing any vegetables? Oh, yeah. I have, um, I just picked some squash and I have okra 
I don't have a garden except a, a landscape garden, and I plant my things in the landscape. <laughs> well, that's probably a, a good idea, yeah. certainly. Edible for, landscape. Yeah, and it, it also, anything that blooms may attract bees and other insects that that's pollinate. Right. I have a, yep. a beekeeper that keeps her bees at my place, and that's oh. good for my vegetables. Oh, wow. I'm telling wow. you, that's what a deal you've got there. I know, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> you get the bees a, without having to do the keeping part. That is a yeah. smart thing. You never, you <laughs> yeah. never did any beekeeping, did you, Rufus? Or have you ever gotten I, into that business? I have been running from them. <laughs> well, I've, but I've I, now little. Uh, the only thing I'm scared to death of is a, a hornet. Hornet, me wasp. too. Yeah, European hornet. And I, that's why I plant some rose. That's why I, most of my yard is clover. I love to see the bees. Yeah, that's good. They love that. Yeah. Working on the clover. And. Yeah. Uh, you, there, there's a, a person that's known in the plant world as B. Arthur. Yes, she I pl- see her on TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she plants tomatoes among any uh, all kinds of flowers and vegetables around her home. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a regular tomato patch. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, what I yeah, do. Yeah, Bree yeah. Arthur. And so, and so many of the vegetables really are pretty. So you know, yeah. as an ornamental gardener. I, I wouldn't. I don't mind seeing some of them pop up in my. Oh, I love it because they're pretty. I think I said B Arthur. Bree, 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 Had B on you. B on the. Yeah, had B on the mind. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's yeah. coming to the mountains in a couple of weeks. In ten. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she spoke at the arboretum not too long ago. But um. Yeah, she's going to Carolina Native Nursery in a couple of weeks. Rose, have you grafted anything lately? No, not lately. Um, I should. I look out and I see some things I should do, like the Japanese dissected maples. I did a lot of those at one time. Mm-hmm. And I would grow the maple up about five foot, and then I would uh, graft on at the top of it. And it makes a wonderful maple on a standard. Yes, ma'am. And it's just, they're so beautiful. Hmm, they so are. I used to do that. And I used to I used to graft tomatoes. She was talking about that. I learned to do that. And over at Goldsboro, they have something I don't know if it's there now or not called the Small Farms, and the state uh, operates that, and they teach a lot of things over there at O'Berry Center. Okay. So I learned a lot. <laughs> and when uh, Dr. Ralston was at head of the Arboretum, I went to every class that he had on anything he talked about. I, I was there. <laughs> oh, J.C. was yeah. a great guy. He really yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, I was talking about him earlier this week to somebody. What a, yeah, a, what a huge loss. loss that was. Oh. Uh, that was, but uh, I had him for a class over at NC State when I was there. Weren't so. you lucky? Gosh. Was, yeah, anybody who had J.C. Ralston, some great professors at NC State. Yeah, yeah, there are. So what was the person wanting to ask? Wanting to ask me? I don't know. She just wanted to make sure you were all right, and she hadn't heard from you on the You're air. Good. No, I mean, see, see, you got a fan base there well, in Princeton. That the uh, world headquarters of the Rose Roads uh, fan club is in Princeton. I'm gonna have to get a sign printed. <laughs> That's right. The home of Rose Roads oh, yeah. was Miss Powell's garden. Yeah. Lolita Powell was uh, was also so a lot of famous people. Johnny Hood grew up in Princeton. That's right. So, and well. my husband loved radio, so he knew Johnny. Yes, indeed. But anyway, it's been a good life, and I'm happy. 
All right. Tell everybody well, I am well at 88. Oh, my. You need, you need to, uh, you really need to call us a little more often. Okay, I'll try to do that. And if your 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 daughter has uh, promised that next time she gets to the East Coast, <laughs> she's going, we're going to try and work out something for you to come up here. Oh, that, yeah, she's moved, hey, she's moved to New Mexico, so of all things. Well, that's about 100 miles closer. <laughs> yeah, a little closer. Is she on the lamb or something? I mean, is, is, she, uh, is she running from the law? I think it's me. Uh, she's trying to get closer. Well, she's a little bit closer. So anyway, they can't come now because of the pandemic, but they will one day. Yeah, I got you. Well, uh, please, we, we look forward to, to having you on the show in the studio so we're on a remote Yeah, sometime. I have a lot of plants I was going to take when I went with her, but I still have those. Maybe I'll have them if she ever comes, and I'll take them. Oh, well, that'd be wonderful. We, but you, you really do need to call us a little more often and all check right, in. All right, I'll try to do that. We have correspondents all, all over the place. And you're our Princeton correspondent. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You take care, Rose. You too. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Yeah. What a delightful lady. If I make it to 88, I hope I'm that positive and, yeah. and energetic. Yeah. And, and still gardening. And still, still gardening. gardening. Yeah. yeah. She and that friend J.C. Knowles. Uh, that's, J.C., if you're out there, let's hear from you. Early 90s. J.C. JC called us last week, didn't he? Yes, he did. He sure did. Yeah. Well, you want to hear the uh, – Cliff Joyner, Cliff Joyner thing today. <laughs> All right, it, it goes this way. It's not about how many years of experience you have. It's about the quality of your years of experience. How about that? How about yeah. that? Yeah. Quality. Is quality. Yeah. 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 That's true. It's sort of like they say about the the dash. It's uh, you're born a certain date, and then and there's a dash in there, and then the date, date of your death. It's the dash that counts. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. Oh, I hadn't dash, heard that before. Dash That's, in between. Uh, yeah. So are you yeah. going to, during the uh, forum next weekend, are you going to read the Cliff Joyner saying of the Well, I might do that. <laughs> I, the, you know, the, some of those big, fancy, egotistical people in Washington – I might just read the Cliff Joyner one. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what you, you need to do is is uh, is get me a couple of autographs if you got time. Well, if I, if I, if I can run them down, then you'll get them. All right. Who you want, Connie Chung and who else? Well, uh, Leslie Stahl. You know, I, I, I should, but I don't think I have one up here. I should send a, a report, old reporter's notebook with you. One that I have filled up. I hadn't been out on the street as a reporter in a long time, but I should send send something like that. You know, I remember Mike, you interviewing me before. Yeah, a long time ago. I I uh, followed your career long, <laughs> sitting in the audience long before I knew you. And yes, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people from WPTF have uh, have interviewed Rufus Edmonston. And JC, Mike Blackman. Mike Blackman. Mike Blackman. JC Knowles is on the on the line. We'll talk oh, to great. him coming up after a break here on WPTF. You're listening to the longest running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 1025. Mike Rayley here along with Rufus Edmiston. 
and uh, Johnny Coley, Andrea Lane, and J.C. Knowles. Morning, J.C. Good morning to all of you. Yes, sir. Well, we, we asked that... Uh, living, uh, listening. I hope he's still living, too. But I hope he's still living. Uh, he uh, and uh, listening. Uh, he sends me his newsletter, and I am taking some things out of it or what other people are saying about politics and all. So I'm enjoying his newsletter greatly. Who is that, uh, J.C.? We missed the name. Uh, uh, Tom Camel is... Oh, oh, of course. Tom... Tom writes uh, for for newspapers. Uh, Chatham Record, I know, uh, carries his his column. Uh, if you're on Facebook, if you're a Facebook friend of Tom's, and he has thousands of them, uh, friends, uh, Facebook and otherwise, you can see his columns. Uh, Lib will will write something occasionally too for that uh, Reverend Campbell, and uh, yeah, he. He's just uh, the most interesting man, and uh, comes from the most interesting family. Of course, uh, his uh, was his great grandfather who started Campbell University or Campbell College, and his father was uh, radio station owner and and state legislator for a long time. Hartwell yeah. Campbell. Well, he's, uh, doing, he's doing great work, and uh, I get his newsletter. I've started publishing a new new a new newsletter uh which is called the soapbox and uh i get that absolutely free uh it's at camel road nursery and also at pam's farmhouse restaurant and then i put it online uh on on uh, facebook on my computer so anybody can read it uh and i think they will find it very interesting it's normally about eight pages and i publish it twice a month the first and the fifteenth. Well, well, JC, I, I I look forward every time though to your great historical moments, yeah, history of, of learning about the, every the, day the the, the unique things about North Carolinians. Well, yeah. I appreciate you saying I enjoy doing it. I send out, of course, it goes out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I send out over seven hundred now. And uh, anybody that wants it, if they'll send me their email address. Uh, I'll be glad to put them on the list, but I thoroughly and I've been doing it for seventeen years now. JC, your your email address. How, how can folks get in touch with you? All right, you uh, want to get that out? Grab that pencil and piece of paper. It's nc dot jc dot knowles k n o w l e s at outlook dot com. I can hear there's there's uh Andrea, she's typing it in. <laughs> or are you writing a uh I'll repeat it again. I'm writing an article. N C dot J C dot at Outlook dot com. All right. Well that it's uh I I wanted to mention too today uh I've been watering my two big pots of tomato plants and my flowers that I picked up at uh, Camel Road Nursery, but uh, sad news on them. <laughs> the deer have already visited them. Dad, gummit. Wow. They have eaten the tops out of every one of them. Mm-mm. So I don't know what I'm going to do, That's whether totally I'll have any tomatoes or not. Uh. But thank God for the farmer's market. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That certainly uh, certainly helps. Well, tomatoes are tough to grow anyway. Yeah. Well, JC, they may sprout, sprout yeah, out of the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they might come back. If it's just the tops, they may yeah, they have plenty of time to grow. And Consider it pruning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just <clears throat> All right, well, I'll give me some more then. And, uh, Mike, uh, I agree with Rufus, the great one. We'll excuse you for next week. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to yeah. hold a tribunal together. Oh, thank goodness. Well, you know, J.C.'s the chairman of the CIA, the tribunal. Uh, He's everything in, the, in that club. Hold, yeah. hold on a second, J.C., so you can do your joke and we can talk to you some more. We'll take a break with uh, – <laughs> For the news and with more of The Weekend Gardener on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. It's 1035. Mike Rayley here. Andrea Lane is with us. Uh, Master Gardener, formerly from uh, Durham Master Gardener, now a Mitchell County Master Gardener, which is north of Asheville. And way up there, how many thousand feet are you up? You aren't as high as me. Uh, I'm at, I'm at thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred. Okay. That's high. So that's the 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 Boone area. Mm-hmm. Three thousand three hundred and thirty three is yeah, what we claim. Is, is about is about what that yeah. is. So if yeah. it gives you any idea, Johnny Coley lives in a. Uh, uh, it's a little more sea level, but it's not quite. <laughs> Y'all are y'all are not as high as Person County. No, when you go no. up to Person County, they're uh, Dave Bradshaw said they're about three hundred and some feet higher than than Durham, for yeah, instance. Yeah. So that's why about, that's why they get all that, yeah. that snow and stuff. We're at about five hundred in Creemore, and I think they go up to about eight hundred, seven seven eight hundred in Person County. So, so uh, that's uh, Johnny's from Granville and Person County as an extension agent. Brother Rufus, <laughs> what can we say? He's done everything, former Attorney General and Secretary of State in North Carolina and uh, Deputy Chief Counsel. For but I never ate karabi. Never, never ate, ate it. Uh, will, will they serve it at this There's 50th time. anniversary celebration well, well, may, in Washington? Maybe I can suggest that to the, as part of the reception <laughs> for the event this coming Friday at the 50th anniversary of Watergate in the Senate caucus room. And what I wonder is, you, you you think JC knows anything about karabi? J, JC, it's uh, have you had any kohlrabi and, <laughs> and dip? That's what you should serve. So. I don't think so. Now that I he knows. don't think so. If so, you had to go to the doctor for it, right? Yep. <laughs> well, we we talked about that earlier. It's called it's a German turnip. It's it's kind of turnip like. Uh, Gerald Adams was sparked to call in. Above ground turnip. Yeah. So, well, I, I like yeah, turnips, but, uh, but I don't like rutabagas. You know, Johnny Hood's the only person I ever met that liked rutabagas. Yeah, I never did like that. I didn't either. And I, you know, at Nashville Elementary, they had had garden peas and and you know canned garden peas and canned rutabagas and <laughs> stuff like that. And, you know, it just I, I, it it swore me off of them forever. Yep. <laughs> Well, uh, I was sitting here, of course, uh, with the telephone. I have my computer on. Yeah. And I've already gotten seven people who want to receive the news. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> ah, the power of the weekend gardener. Yes, That's indeed. right. I, I really appreciate it. Well, well JC, I, I know one of the things I admire about you is you grew up in the orphanage the up in Oxford. What kind of food did they serve then? Very good. Whatever they grew. Yeah, they grew it. Yeah. Well, 
that was my home for 13 years. I, and I still uh, praise it and work for it. I've been uh, head of our alumni so many years, I, I can't count them. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I have great members, and I'm writing. Uh, it won't be a big book, but I'm writing a book on called Growing Up an Orphan. Oh. Of my experiences yeah. at the orphanage. Wonderful. And, and y'all, y'all grew. And, and y- if you got, if you got time, I'll tell you one of them. Yeah. Uh, they had a little strawberry patch up there. They did. They didn't grow strawberries for us ones. Those strawberries <laughs> were for the teachers and the matrons. Right. Uh, but we would slip out at night and go down there and 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 get some and eat them right in the field. Yes, sir. And and one and of course. If you were caught, you were in very serious trouble. That's right. One night, three of us went down there, and there was a light on the street there. And I saw a figure walking toward the strawberry patch. I said, oh, my, that's the superintendent, and we are in trouble. And he came down to the strawberry patch, and I laid down in that row. <laughs> I don't believe a snake could lay in the flat as I did. <laughs> <laughs> and he, but he stood over me for several seconds, and I'm sure it was to try to recognize who it was. <laughs> and uh, then he walked away. He never said a word. Wow. The next morning at breakfast, we all went in for breakfast. He came in and walked right straight to my table and put his hand on my shoulder and looked at me and said, Jack, they call me Jack. I mean, Jack, how was the strawberry? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't say a word, and he walked away and never said another word to me. Oh, wow, that's, that's good. That was, I, I had some wonderful experiences. But y'all, y'all grew vegetables and and oh yeah, cattle and stuff, didn't you? Yeah, uh, when I, I worked on the farm about three years, I worked on the dairy four, and uh, I hated to pick a bushel basket of butter beans because those things were flat, and it took forever to pick them. Yeah. I picked those uh, uh, black-eyed peas, field peas. You could fill a bushel up real quick. And if you and if we had to cut okra, and I love okra, uh you would itch all day long. I was about to say that's an itchy proposition, and and you get the backache when you're picking cucumbers. Yeah, uh, I milked six cows every day for three years. Ooh, four years, four years. By hand, you got the arthritis in your hand now, bet because of that. Well, I do. I have. I don't have arthritis. I got uh, what is it? Neuropathy. I got neuropathy in my hand and feet. Oh my. Well, but Joe, uh, good for twenty uh, eighth of this month. Be ninety four years old. That's right, fantastic, man. JC. Wow. Keep going, man. Absolutely. So you got a joke? Well, let me tell you a little joke. Not I wish you would get going. Somebody else. <laughs> All right, buddy. This man, this man went to this resort to spend about a week. Late one afternoon, he went out on the patio to soak up a little evening, uh, late sun and read. But the eyes were terrible. I mean. He just couldn't get rid of flies out there. And he went to see the resort manager and said, you got all those flies out there on the patio. Why in the world won't you get rid of them? He said, evidently, sir, you did not read the sign. He said, what sign? He signed it says, you can only use the patio from 12 till 2 each day, and there are no flies. And the man said, well, why that? 
He said, well, from 12 to 2, it's lunch, and they're all in the dining room. (laughs) (laughs) You're a wonder, J.C. All right. Y'all have a good weekend. Thank you. You You always brighten up our days. Thank you, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. J.C., let me give J.C.'s email address again. It's nc.jc.com. Knowles, K-N-O-W-L-E-S, at Outlook.com. And you can get on his uh, his history list uh, and his, I guess, his soapbox and other things that he puts out. He'll, Is that going to include the joke? They, he, you know, he doesn't have a joke page. He, he doesn't send out a joke a day. He might uh, consider mm-hmm. that because uh, yeah. jc's in uh, all kinds of stuff but uh, he's yes. got a recipe book too that his yeah uh, mm-hmm. that's very good andre dedicated it to the the chitlin club mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. amen <laughs> you better start talking humble <laughs> you should have seen you should have seen roof's eyes they got real big. Does, like I was, I was. Does uh, Kohlrabi go with chitlin? Like that guy that. That's a, <laughs> that's, a that's an idea. Yeah, yeah. Rivers's eyes got big, meeting. just like the guy who was standing over JC in that <laughs> in that strawberry field. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, well, at least I admitted it. I didn't. I didn't run. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I was up front about it, and and everybody heard it. More of the weekend gardener coming up here on WPTF. It's ten forty four. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF Weekend Gardener. The time is going away at 1048. And uh, Bill is in Cumberland County. Hey, Bill. Well, Mike, I didn't realize you're only a year older than me. Yes, I'll be 70 this year. Oh, well, you're too. I'll be 68 in August. Yeah, I'll be uh, 70 in September. And Rufus, I yeah. don't remember too much about the break-in, but next in the summer of 73, I watched a good bit of the hearings with uh, the good Senator Sam. Well, he, he was a great a great American and, and made – I've often said that he was the man I admired most in politics – and by the way, you and Mike are just young chicks. I mean, my gosh. <laughs> well, I, I feel I'm I'm in pretty good shape. I and feel feel pretty good. Aches and pains here and there, but I had those when I was in my 30s and 40s too. I mean, you know, he's, you have aches and pains. Well, the thing I've always enjoyed about him is he was a gentleman, and he wasn't partisan in the sense that they are today oh absolutely not what was good for the country yeah well i think most most people back then were were kind of like yeah that. and, and yeah, civility reigned that that's something that i'm going to try to say uh a week from now when we have this gathering of the 50 people about let's return to civility yeah which uh and decorum yeah civility and decorum is right. correct mm-hmm. kind of like this show yeah. Yeah. Civility and decorum. <laughs> of course, now we can run it in the ground. I'm, I'm gonna... telling you, no, I, I can run it in the ground. Y'all are just, y'all are just along for the ride. See, I'm the, I'm the bus driver. 
Rufus, the, uh, more importantly than Watergate, though, uh, did you ever know Ed Causey in Moore County? I did certainly did. Big... Did you? Yes, sir. Is he any kin to our to current help. insurance yeah. uh, commissioner? I used to help him and Raymond Stone cook chitlins for the annual. And Dr. Stone was, of course, president of Sandhills Community College. Yes. And I have eaten chitlins with Bob Scott and Jim Exum and uh, yeah. quite a number of North Carolina Democrat dignitaries. Yep. Um, well, Raymond Stone was a very active member also of the Wake County Chitlin Club. And, and as, as you was know, Bob Scott probably. Too. Yeah. He, well, up until about five years ago, and he got uh, sort of disabled yeah. and couldn't get there. Right. Right. But uh, do you know what hors d'oeuvres you serve with chitlin? No. I'm, a, I'm really afraid to ask. <laughs> yellow hoop cheese, sauce, and liver pudding. That's your hors d'oeuvres, and they go down better if you have consumed uh, serious quantities of malt beverage, particularly the distilled kind. Oh, my. Well, now that gets along there about, about the liver mush deal that we've discussed many times on the program. Well, about the only alcohol I ever drank, I told Johnny, is is uh, at church. I'm an Episcopalian, and I have uh, port wine, tawny port, and uh, mixed with holy water. And that's for seconds and thirds. Just a sip. Just a sip. Uh, <laughs> but that's that's about it. So I, I would I would be in big trouble unless I liked liver mush and well, it, well, three My forks, mother loved souse yeah. meat and at, liver mush. At Three Forks Baptist Church, you remember, I had that Welch's grape juice. They wouldn't have anything stronger yep, than Welch's yep, grape juice. Yep. But everybody had a bottle under their kitchen sink. <laughs> Bill, thank you so much for calling, buddy. Uh, oh, I, I, I remember Ed so well. I think of one of my favorite and highest integrity people I've ever known. Well, he was a, a delight. Yeah, absolutely. He, he showed me one time he had a picture of an autographed record album of Linda Ronstadt when he had been to California for the national meeting of presidents of the community colleges and had met Jerry Brown. Oh, oh I thought okay. I'd rather have an album autographed by Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Beautiful lady. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Y'all yeah. take care. Have a great week. You too, Bill. You too. Thank Thanks, you Bill. very much, my friend. And uh, give everybody in Cumberland County my, my best. Let's uh, – I want to take a, take a minute out here to, to talk about King's Auto Service – Boy, when you start getting these temperatures, hot temperatures, or cold, or whatever, you need Kings because your batteries, that's something I worry about during the summer is is what the cold weather or in the winter is what the hot weather has done to the battery. The hot weather is what really messes up a, a battery. And uh, you can be proactive, you sure can, with maintenance on your car and you don't have to worry about cold or, or hot. They can test the batteries, tell you how much, whether you should go ahead and get one or not. They can check the belts, the hoses, fluid levels. You need that uh, antifreeze or coolant protection. And, uh, of course, the uh, tread depth on your tires, so important. They can check those out professionally. King's Auto Service can help you in a lot of ways. They can fix a lot of things, too, if it comes to that. Uh, if you have a hybrid vehicle, a lot of people are buying hybrids. You need to make sure that battery, that's a major battery system in that car or SUV, and they can check that. And when it gets to the point where you need to buy a replacement, call King's. 
to get a courtesy battery analysis, and they can uh, can give you some options for a high-voltage battery pack replacement for less than the dealer is going to charge you. I mean, they, they have been doing this since 1946. So call them on Monday. King's Auto Service. And if you are worried about the catalytic converter in your car, people are stealing catalytic converters. They can help you out with that, too. They have come up with a way to protect that catalytic converter from thieves. So call Kings on Monday, and uh, they are at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh. And Kings, correct, Lou, they can change the oil very quickly, too, if you need. Kings Auto Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Steve is back with us from Crabtree Valley Mall, and the Hemmer Callis Society is meeting out there today, and they have their annual fundraiser plant sale. Steve, how are things going? Yes, it's going good. We're shutting down the uh, the, uh, the registration, and they're getting ready to judge. So the uh, you can still view from the outside or from the upper deck. Uh, we'll be open to the public at 2 o'clock. So come on down to the mall. We have plenty of plants for sale. Uh, they're $7 each or 3 for 15 And I, every time I see, I, I say that, I hear Lowe's and the big box stores cringing. Because you can't buy a daily like this for that kind of price. So right. come on down and, and help us out. We need all the, uh, we need the... Uh, that's the uh, lower level of crabtree valley mall it's on the west side of the lower level uh below the food court yeah right below the so uh you can you can still come and look at the flowers after two o'clock you can actually come inside the uh venue and get a closer look and then you can get the name of the flower that you like for sure fantastic go out and buy a day lily and see all the pretty ones there you too all right, buddy. I'll see you down here sometime today. All righty. Thank All right, you, Steve. You guys have a good day. You too, bud. All right, that's uh, Steve of the Hammer Callis Society. Andrea, uh, Master Gardener Program, uh, what else you got going on? You've got the Rhododendron Festival, is that right? That's right, this weekend. And uh, we're all excited about that two-day festival. Actually, three-day. It starts with a beauty pageant on Thursday evening, and then it ends with a street dance on Saturday night. And in between, there's an arts and crafts fair at which we will have our Ask a Master Gardener table. And is that in Burnsville or? That's in uh, that's in Bakersville. Bakersville, okay. Yeah, kind All of right. the, the foothill to the Roan Mountain where the rhododendrons grow wild. Very good, yeah. And uh, Johnny, you you've got a master gardener program that is going to start in August. Are you still accepting mm-hmm. applications? We are uh, for um, for the training in in August. So if you're in person or Granville County uh, and you're interested in taking the master gardener training um, or being a master gardener, please um, please contact me. Uh, be glad to talk to you about that. We also um, the the uh, Granville County Bee Association is having a bee jubilee in a couple of weeks, Mike, and the everybody gets stung. will be there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, everybody yeah. gets stung. <laughs> Hopefully they will keep them behind glass. And, uh, so we'll have some, uh, I'm sure they'll have some uh, exhibit uh, bee 
uh, fascinating out, there. Uh, yeah, insects. Yeah, they are. And the uh, Master Gardeners will, will be there uh, that day, too, giving out some, some good information about pollinators and um, pollinator pollinating flower, you know, flowers to attract pollinators. Um, so uh, join us. That is June 25th uh, from 9 to 3, I believe, at the Granville Expo Center. Um, and we also have a, a a forest management class coming up in uh, next Friday is the um yeah and a lot of people own land yeah. a lot of people invest in land yeah. and uh, need to know growing to timber yeah. on that land's a good thing exactly so it's the twenty fourth that'll be at the um, the forest uh, service uh, North Carolina Forest Service in Granville in Person County is going to help us uh, with that and so we're going to have that so that will be there at the Granville County um, Forest North Carolina Forest Service was where we'll start and then we'll go to a, a couple of uh, sites to actually see um, where <clears throat> how you would manage your your forest and how okay. you manage your woodland. So uh, join us on uh, that's the afternoon. That's a Friday, June twenty fourth. I think it starts at two. Um, Very good, Andrea. Thank you so much, and uh, I believe you will be on again in August. Did we? Did I sign you up yes. for August too? Okay, you great. I thought I did. I don't remember the exact date right yeah. now, but it's on my calendar. All right, Johnny, we're, we're going to get you on again <laughs> soon too, as soon as we can get you. We love having all of you folks on. Brother Rufus, you take care. Scott Brigham and Gerald Adams will be here next week on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. We love you all. Please be safe. Have a great weekend. <laughs>